In the spring of 2021, Mickey Weems was diagnosed with stage 4 prostate cancer and was given 6 to 12 months to live. This episode was recorded in May of 2022. My name is Donna Blanchard, and while we recognize that Mickey is dying, we'd like to welcome you to another day of his life. Hello, Mickey. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having these conversations with us. How, where are you sitting emotionally right now? I'm doing really well. I'm met, I met with a student who um, attended the symposia that I had in February on the Zen concept of absolute nothingness from the Kyoto school of Zen and Zen philosophy in Japan. And I took that concept and had interreligious dialogue with it. Um, yeah, but it was, it was a nerd fest. Yeah. And she, she's helping me like put the notes together and come up with the document to, to um, describe what we talked about, the conclusions we came, the interesting points, the points of conflict, all that good stuff. Uh, most religions have a silent practice, right? Um, usually at some point in whatever religious tradition you have, or being atheist as well, or any kind of spirituality, there's something where, 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 where when you look within yourself, you do not want to be disturbed. So I suppose we could say that in general for just the way that humans approach the other world. Yeah, I think um, I'm probably not alone when I say sometimes when I look within myself, I am disturbed. (laughs) You know, I mean, there's just think about what everybody has been through over the last two years of a pandemic. There's a lot buzzing around in our heads that we just don't hear sometimes. And I, I know a lot of people find comfort in religion that helps them to disseminate that information interesting symposium we we can't go through all of that uh here but i'm really glad that you are having an opportunity to do some more work with that and exploration um so let's talk a little bit about something you mentioned in our last episode you said um when you're done with the you're done with your pity party while you were feeling emotional on the treadmill and that it's time to do abs um so you got yourself together uh, tears because of weariness, um, because of what your body is going through. Let's talk about what exercise is doing for you. Okay. Well, first of all, a big shout out to Kyle and the wonderful crew over at UFC, um, (laughs) exercise for me. Well, I've been doing it. I've been working out since I was 15. So it's a constant in my life. Um, it makes me feel good to do it. There's a, there's an endorphin rush that usually comes with the, the, there's a mental rush that comes with it physiological as well. Um, so um, it reaffirms. It also is, it's, it's a benchmark, literally, where am I physically, you know, how am I doing in terms of strength? Um, and I know I've mentioned this before that I have the body of a Greek God and the stamina of a great grandmother. Um, <laughs> so um, I like keeping that body. Yeah. Uh, then I'm proud to say that a couple of weeks ago when I had somebody spotting me on a flat bench, I was able to put up two plates and a 10. What that means is two plates and a 10 on each side. And a plate is 45 pounds. So that's 245 pounds. And I've not done that on a flat bench for decades. 
So you're actually increasing the yeah. weight you're able to lift. Cause that was my next question. Have you, mm-hmm. have you had to change your workout at all? Have you changed? So you're lifting heavier. That's amazing and very inspiring. Uh, have you had to change anything about your workouts on the other end of the scale, reducing? Certain things I cannot do because of my spine. Mm-hmm. And I was warned about this. No more deadlifts. For those who don't know what that is, that's when you have a bar on the floor with weights on either side and you just bend straight down from the, from the, from the back and you just pick up. And that puts tremendous, tremendous pressure on, on your lower spine. No, that's, that, that's kapu. That's forbidden now for me. Uh, squats, same thing, just because of what it does. Um, I think everybody knows what squats are. Yeah. Uh, shrugs, when you put a lot of, shrugs is my favorite. You put a lot of weight on a bar and you stand there and you just lift up with your shoulders. Um, it's a very small movement, but the amount of weight, like I, I, could, I could do 400 pounds. Oh, on wow. shrugs back in the day and that just felt so good because the the amount of weight just your, your whole body goes into shock and then after you're done it's like oh yeah i'm kind of a badass aren't i so yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah th- those are those are no longer for me okay and what about cardio do you have the same uh, uh are you able to go at the same speed you, you mentioned a bike Ugh. cardio I'll give you an illustration as to where, what, what's happening with cardio. Okay. If I were, whenever I walk to the gym, which is two blocks and I walk, by the time I get there, I'm breathing hard. So my aerobics, uh, my ability to process that aerobically is falling behind. Um, I've, I've, if I go downstairs, because my building has a long drugs in it. If I go downstairs and pick up some groceries at the longs and I carry it in a bag, when I get to the house, I'm out of breath. That didn't used to be so true. So I, I always do cardio. I always do five minutes minimum of cardio on, on, on a seated bike. A very light exercise, but I've always, I, I want to make sure that I don't leave that out. Okay. Uh, and uh, when you are m- making changes, it here's an issue that I've always had with uh, I've worked with a personal trainer before there's, and they can't tell what's going on in your body, what you're feeling. And I have always had a hard time deciding this is a pain I should push through. And this is a pain that says you need to stop now. Are you wrestling with that more? Or are you pretty good at understanding your body signals? A good trainer would have you do really lightweight uh, when you start out. And even with the lightweight, you're going to be sore the next day because you're just not used to it. So that kind of soreness that you get with a really lightweight that can do you no damage, you learn to distinguish that from that, that from other forms where you go, oh my God, okay, that is, that feels like it's hurting a ligament or, you know, there, there's something wrong here. Um, once, and it, it's, it's not that hard to discern as long as you're careful about making sure that you distinguish the two. And when you get the wrong one, you stop. Don't, don't, don't be macho Just stop. Yeah. And go, you can always go back to it another day. So you're good at doing that yourself. Yes. And a good personal trainer would have made sure that you knew that. So um, I don't know the quality of your personal trainers. <laughs> well, I'm not working with them anymore. <laughs> well, I guess that tells us something. <laughs> it tells you something. <laughs> um, 
Okay. I, I'm so glad that you have that exercise in your life and you do have the body of a great God. Oh, thank you. Uh, 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 and are you concerned at all about when you're unable to maintain that, how you're going to deal with that? Oh yeah. I mean, that's easy. Um, when I'm unable to, to do that, I will, I will go on the journey. The blue bag. Yep. I will, I will leave this world. Okay. You want to talk about the blue bag a little bit more? Okay. The blue bag. And I will, this, this is for the people that are seeing it. They've seen it before. It's a turquoise blue bag and it contains in it a bottle. And in the bottle, it says for Weems Michael, um, just prior to ingestion, mix powder with water or clear juice and stir well, ingest suspension and take all in two minutes. And it has the doctor who prescribed it to me. And so what, what this will do is within um, 30 seconds or a minute, probably, uh, I'll be unconscious. I'll, I'll fall asleep. And then within 30 minutes, I will pass. So it's extremely humane. It's, um, to me, it's, it is such a relief to have it. There, there's a checklist of things that, I go, that I'm going through to try to make sure that I accomplish as soon as possible. To have that, it doesn't make me in a hurry to, 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 uh, to go there yet. It's just nice to have that out of the way. Um, the other, like, for, I also talked with um, uh, a very kind person who is fronting me the money for my cremation to make sure that nobody has to bear that burden whenever it comes so that that's another you know little checklist right the thing, things i'm checking off to make sure that um i do the right thing before i go mm. uh, and it's not once i have them all checked off then i'm going to leave this world that's not it because what if i'm still dancing you know what if i'm still flirting are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> yeah what, what if i'm still lifting at the gym i'm not nah, i think i'll stick around a little longer Okay. Uh, how is your uh, sex life? What, what if we're doing the podcast? <laughs> Sorry, what? Sorry. What if we're doing the podcast? I can't bail. Yeah, you can't. You can't leave us. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. How is your sex life, Mickey? Um, good. Um, it's still there. Good. Things don't function the way they used to because they can't. Yeah. I've been irradiated so much down there that this is a surprise that there's anything left. Um, but there still are erogenous zones that I still get uh, sexual feelings, eroticism. Um, I still love close contact. So yeah, um, I'm, I am not displeased at all. Oh, that's awesome news. That's really awesome news. And thank you for allowing me to ask that question. I, I appreciate it. Oh, in my dreams? <laughs> oh, yeah. How are they They're going? They're even better. <laughs> yep. Nice. Oh, my good. dreams are fully functional. I'm so glad you're having sweet dreams. <laughs> if you want to call them that, yeah. That's awesome. Sweet. <laughs> <the> <laughs> <Yep. laughs> nice. Um, so uh, now that we're talking about the blue bag, what are... I'm sure you've put thought into what you would like your, uh, you talk about cremation. Mm -hmm. um, 
uh, a service? Are there any sort of plans that you've made for that or what you'd like to see carried out? The service will be the moment that I die. Okay. And well, they're leading up to it because hopefully this is what I'm hoping to do. Getting a place on the beach. Okay. I'll go into the water one last time. Come out of it. Um, take, the, take the medication. Standing. I want to be traveling on my feet. Of course, that's going to be it's basically symbolic because I'm going to fall out anyway, you know, because I'm going conscious. But I plan to drink it standing, okay. um, laid out comfortably. And when I do pass, um, rose water. Have my body bathed in rose water. Um, I'm going to keep my shorts on, though. Um, I, I'll consider that in the washing of a body, the whole body is supposed to be washed. But I think that... Um, since I was in the ocean and everything gets hit by the water, then that covers that. The rose water, just because I do want to be smelling good. Um, <laughs> I'll, be I'll, I'll be wrapped in a sheet and my weightlifting brothers, people that I've lifted weights with, um, they will carry me to my friend's, uh, my, my, friend, uh, my friend's truck. He has a beautiful truck to, to die for. Oh, God. Oh, my, did I say that? I didn't mean it that way. Oh, my God. Well, truth well. anyway, so uh, yeah, and, and th then I'll be taken. So we'll already have talked to the crema crema crematory. You're taken there. Uh, and it's, uh, from what I understand, it's a good thing to do right at dusk, just for the cultural references of the place I live. Mm -hmm. um, the Evie, the bones that survived the cremation will be put into a Lauhala box and taken to the channel where I was lost at sea. That part of me is going to be free. That part of me is going to go wherever the hell it wants to go. Um, the other part of me will be taken to an undisclosed location that you all will know about and you can go visit. Um, oh. But it's not exactly legal. So um, we're not going to go into that detail. Okay. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even say it's illegal. I don't think there are any rules concerning this particular thing. But um, yeah, anyway. We could talk. Okay, we'll talk about that off air. All right. Uh, that sounds amazing. I love the Evie going back to the channel. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I knew you would have thought this through in great detail, but um, I'm, so I'm not surprised when I, and I really love your plan. And you know, it is sad when people have a, there's a memorial service when all of your family and friends are gathered and they say lovely things about you and you're not there to enjoy it. So I, I'm glad you're figuring out ways to share yourself with us now. Right. Uh, I hope to have no eulogies <laughs> while okay. I'm alive. If you guys want to talk amongst yourselves about it, then you do it and talk stink or whatever. Right? That's fine. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, so I, I, for that moment, I just want to be around everybody. Yeah. Um, the night before, I will spend that last night with Kit Kat, who you have seen, who is asleep right over here on the bed. <laughs> an actual cat. You have an actual cat. Not a nickname. For... <laughs> okay. And her ashes, when she passes, will be put with mine. Aww. How long have you had her? Kit Kat came into my life in 2012. Oh, tw so 10, 10 years. years. Yep. Oh, hey, nice. Hey, cutie. 
like her daddy, she loves her naps. Oh, yeah, that's nice. That's nice to have a warm fuzzy to nap with, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure she's happy to have you home so much napping with her. <laughs> what well, did I tell you what happened when I got COVID? Oh, no. What? I got COVID and it was really upsetting because it was the day that I was moving back in with my dear friend, Noel. Um, so I was laying in the bed feeling terrible and feeling worse by the minute. I didn't want Noel to take me to the hospital because I didn't want her to be exposed. So I called an ambulance and I lied my butt off. I told them everything, every single symptom of COVID that, that's out there, even though I didn't have them. And uh, they came in an ambulance, Kit Kat that was asleep right next to me. They take me away and find out, yes, indeed, it was COVID. It was, it was you know, the, the lies were actually true. Um, but um, no, Noel went into the room afterwards and Kit Kat was hissing. Oh. She was furious. She didn't want anybody around her. She wasn't eating. She was just mad. So what we did was I got on the phone and called her, hey, pretty girl. Her ears prick up. She calmed down. She went and got herself something to eat. Now, wait, back up a little bit. Did you know you had cancer when you had COVID? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was fully vaccinated. And, you know, thank yeah. God. Yeah. Because I'm high risk. Well, I was wondering about that. Like you, you mentioned wearing a mask at the gym. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I wonder if you still have concerns about catching it, but now you have those good antibodies. But I still, I'm still real careful because I, I, I've heard so many stories about people that, you know, that you can still catch it. Yeah. And I would rather not, not so much for me, but what if I brought it to family members? Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I still wear a mask a lot of times. So why, I don't understand why you felt like you were telling lies to get the ambulance there because i had my taste to, I, I i could taste i could smell but i told him, oh i can't smell anything i can't taste anything oh i'm feeling this and that every symptom i could think of that and, and that i'd read about oh. was what i told them just to get them to take me to the hospital to get them there oh i gotcha i gotcha thanks um we we just have uh about five minutes left to go can we talk a little bit about um how Zen Buddhism is supporting you through this? Um, it's hand in hand with the, with, with the, with the um, um, Sufi Islam, because the two are really similar. Um, Zen was my first love when I was like 13, 14 years old and started studying religions. It fascinated me that, that you want to live in the moment that the scripture is not enough that you have to experience it, that enlightenment is not something you read. Enlightenment is something you go through, okay, that, that you embody it. And so I was reading all these things about these Zen heroes and masters and their stories and the humor. There's a sense of humor with it. Um, some of my favorite pictures, uh, religious pictures, one shows a monk gleefully burning a statue of the Buddha because you're not supposed to depend on the Buddha. And there's another one of, it's either three or four men that look kind of disheveled and they're smiling and they're asleep on the back of a tiger. And the tiger is asleep too. Um, I love that kind of imagery describing how we relate to the universe. And maybe with like my loss at sea and lava things, the tiger makes sense. Yeah. 
maybe I should study Zen Buddhism. Where, where would you direct someone first if they wanted to, if you've inspired them, like you've inspired me? Well, one person who inspired me was Aiken Roshi, Robert Aiken, who okay. started a Zen temple, Zen community, I think he called it Kokoan, or the Diamond Sangha. Um, and it's in Palolo, I think. It used oh. to be in Manoa. And you could, you can, you, I'm sure those people would be happy to meet you. I think I've, I think I've, I was, uh, this was just before COVID happened and everything shut down. I was looking for a place to, a temple to go to meditate in. I think I saw that one. That's that. Um, and then everything shut down. I wasn't able to do it. I'm sure there are groups online uh, as well to gather more information. So I'm, um, Oh, within the meantime, read oh. Tich Nhat Han. Tich, can you spell yeah. all of this, please. Uh, I, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing it because it's Vietnamese. Oh, uh, the last name or the, the last word is N A N H. I'm sure if you put that in, then the rest of it will come through because he is that popular. Um, okay. He's a Vietnamese Zen master, and he is just, his exposition on the Heart Sutra is one of the best things I've ever read. He is so good. Oh, okay. Thank you. I will look that up. Uh, t- tell us, uh, give us an idea of what the uh, what your day is looking like, the, your average day in your week today. Uh, it's, it's fractured. <laughs> um, I'll get up and I'll get myself fired up with a couple of cup, cups of coffee, uh, play on the internet, go to Facebook if I have anything hot to tell everybody, because that, that Facebook has been like my sounding, my journal. Yeah. Uh, and Twitter as well. Um, try to get something accomplished uh, in the real world, like, you know, papers that need to be done, stuff like that. Nap. Go to the gym. Nap. Eat lunch. Nap. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's, it's constantly being disrupted. And my mind is it's hard for me to hold anything more than an hour. Mm. So that's my, my day is slightly stressful in that I want to make sure I, I don't forget if I have an appointment, if I have a podcast to do or somebody to see, because I will, the disruption does that. Uh, it'll totally slip my mind. And it's happened more than once. Uh, gotcha. Well, that, and that makes sense that, that you need that additional rest. And I think that sleep cycle discombobulates all of us. Yeah. So, well, thank you for working this podcast into your days. We all really appreciate it. And uh, 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 appreciate how candid and forthcoming you are with your answers. Sometimes you sound scripted because you're so good at spur of the moment. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Mickey. We appreciate you. Thank you. I'm Donna Blanchard. James Charisma is our producer. Susan Wright is our content advisor, PR agent, and support team member. Music generously donated by Kainani Kahaunaele from her Poku Award-winning album, Waipunale. We're all here to support our friend Mickey and help him help all of us to learn about living while dying. <laughs>